10 seconds remaining. Take it. It comes back to Burton from out wide. He strikes it. He likes it. And the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs have pulled off a miracle. What a win by the Dogs. Burton from out wide kicks the field goal. They win it. 15 to 14. Watch it again. Hello, guys, and welcome to the Road to Rank podcast for round 19, your third major buy. Um, today I'm on my own. Um, no Jack for Savo, but that's all right. We move. Um, so coming off a bit of a weird week, it was it was really defined on who you had and what. There was a lot of carnage early on, but then come, what, Saturday 5.30, you just sort of saw these guys really take off in terms of ceiling. With, you know, Kalen Ponga in, um, on Sunday scoring 180 and then you had Drinkwater, did and all those Cowboys guys really, really, really smashing it for everyone. So, yeah, my trade-ins were um, Will Kennedy, who went all right. He scored 75 for me. I'm, I can't be mad about that. And uh, Jeremiah Nene, um, I went for a bit of a pot option there. And, yeah, he scored 106. So I'm, 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 my, my trade-outs were really good. Um, I saw a few green arrows. Um 440 up to 3.6k still not where i want to be but considering this feels like everything has gone wrong this year it's actually surprisingly like decent i'm pretty happy with that in all honesty um i think jack really struggled he obviously didn't have ponga which made things very difficult i was very lucky that i had him in there um both captain nico which uh Pretty good about that. Um, yeah, so overall, can't really complain. Had a few pods like Nofaluma really struggle, and Amali with the 60 on Owen Bateman also struggled. But like overall, can't be too mad with 1485 in a round where a lot, a lot of teams were tested. There's also a lot of teams who are really reaching that ceiling. Anyway, we're moving on to round 19. Um, bit of carnage in TLT today, just for a few like players who would have been handy to have. So for the Tigers, um, Nofaluma is out injured, which just sucks. One of probably my worst super coach decisions ever was bringing in Nofaluma. Gave me a few mid-50s to 60 in base over the first two weeks I owned him, and then it's just been back-to-back mid-20s, and it's just really not paid off. Um, that's that's super coach. You, if, you, if you end up going for a pod... There's always a risk that this can happen. So, yeah. Um, so, Asukapoa comes in and replaces him. Uh, Alex Twal and Naden are also both out. Um, still no. Bateman's also moved out to the edge from Wok. Pretty good. I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, so overall can't be too mad at the Tigers. Um, the Sharkies show a lot of interest here in terms of a really good matchup that you want to own players in. Like, I don't own Nakora or um, Mulatalo like a lot of people do. So I'm, I'm, I am trying to get them into my team. I just don't know how many trades I'm really looking to use this week. I've already got – I've got 13 green ticks, but what that does include Jeremy Marshall King, who I'm not sure if I expect him to play. So, yeah, we'll obviously see how that all pans out. But, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to buy – Molotalo and Nakora, or at least one of them. Um, 
I think Nico is also equally a VC here. I wouldn't be trying to get too cute with him going any other other guys. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one in my position to whether I break the bank, break my plan to just try to get in these Sharkies guys. They're drawing the run homes not that crash hot. It's good now, but it gets harder later. So one factor in. I just don't know if I can break my side for both of them. Maybe one of them comes in for me, but we'll have to assess that later. Um, McInnes has moved to lock uh, with Finucane out. Um, yeah, not a whole lot going on other than those main guys of Kennedy. Well, the back, the backs uh, five really. Then Nico, um, Nakura. There's not really anyone else I'd be looking for in this game. Um, hopefully, Bateman can score right for us. Uh, doubt there's anyone else really in here. Oh, Jareem Buller. Um, I wouldn't be expecting much from him this week. I'm a little bit, a little bit worried um, for owners out there because, well, was it? it was in the teens last week. They got flogged. You expect that to improve. But without, I mean, without Brooks and Corsau, we we sort of could see this coming from a long way away. Like, he's just not getting the ball. The Tigers suck. Um, Bull is not personally one that I'm interested in whatsoever in terms of like to score well this week. I just, like I saw someone say that he's a buy. I think you could even sell him this week. Even if you had decent numbers, I would potentially be selling him. The price drop's going to be detrimental for your side. So definitely one to sort of consider what your plan is moving forward because some of these fullbacks might be out of reach. Like, you know, like, Guffo, Luttrell, they could be 800k when you're looking to buy them and it's going to be hard to get off of all at 500k. So just be careful. If this is your way to jump off and you've got numbers, I think I would do it. Um, so moving on to the Dragons, uh, Sloan has been dropped by the looks of things. So Paul Turner, he uh, used to play for the Titans and the Warriors, I believe. He's the fullback. Um, don't really expect much from him. I think he's pretty cheap. Um, not really a whole lot of options in this Dragons team, but Lomax has been too inconsistent to be an option. The only guy who I really like here is Jack DeBellin. He's pretty underpriced. He's still playing 80. Definitely one you could look at, especially next week. A lot of our front rows will be tested with potentially Painhouse and Tarpany out, Tarpany being on by. Could be a guy whose dual flexibilities comes in really handy next week. So... Definitely worth options out there in Jack DeBellin for me, um, one I'm considering myself. For the Raiders, they, Jack sort of talked about it last week. There could be a sneaky pod in this back one. They're all very cheap, and they do have a very good run on the run home. Um, so, like, you know, your Seb Chris, uh, even Abbott Hopalati seems to be able to final, and that left edge seems to be their sort of potent edge out there. Um, and they're, they're pretty much full strength here. Other, other, than, other than the horse... They're pretty much full strength here, and Papa Lee is still out. Um, this could be a real statement game for the Raiders. They haven't been able to blow anyone out yet. Maybe they can they can sort of do some damage to the Dragons. They just don't seem like that sort of team. Anyway, as I was saying with the center wing, there could be a pod in Chris Brapner or Timoko. Um, They're all very cheap, offered decent base with a bit of upside. I just think this point in the year, you use it. You're using a trade to get one of those guys in as your 22nd or 23rd man. I don't know if that's worth it when you could just knock it up. So, 
Jack did tease it, but I don't know if it's the way I like to play. Um, Joey Tarpany, potential captain option. I think he will probably be my captain. So definitely one to look out for there. Um, not really a whole lot else in this game. So we'll move it on to Para and the Warriors. So obviously no Guffo, Moses, no RCG. So Junior Paul didn't get picked for Origin either, so he's still in the pack. Um, that pays pretty well for Jermaine Hopgood, um, especially now that Matt will play 5-8 in this game um, with the absence of uh, Moses because RC will move to halfback. Um, definitely really good for Hopgood, I feel. Like, as someone who doesn't own him, he's always going to be a guy I'm scared not to own, especially with the attacking stats that have come. I just worry about his sort of keeper status moving forward. Like, he could be the guy himself for Fafita in a couple of weeks, purely because he the minutes weren't amazing. Uh, against the Dolphins two weeks ago. But Hopgood's such a weapon, he can score in any amount of minutes. So, look, I'm sure not many will be trading him out later on. Um, could be a sort of pot option in the centres for Para with Simonson and Penasini. Both are decent, um, off a decent base. I just don't like the Eels the rest of their schedule. So I'm probably not going to look at either of them, but they do seem to be in red-hot form at the moment. Could be one to look at. Still have another buy. Um, to come, so look, they're both about 580k. I don't know if I can go that person myself. Um, for the Warriors, there's still really good options in this team. There's a bit of a cloud around Sean Johnson. Um, he is expecting the birth of his child, but I do expect him to play here, so could be one that's a laid out, would, would definitely suck in a team in a week where we're already struggling for numbers. Um, chance to do a clock star. A uh, guy that I do own, considering captaining him this week, will be keeping him all year. Um, low school last week, but the week before was 148. So don't stress at all. This para team is pretty short. So um, definitely captain option for mine, especially if Sean Johnson plays. Um, DWZ, I think a few jumped on last week. We saw sort of the other side of DWZ where he has a low one in him. Still think he's a decent option, though. Um, the pack for the Warriors, Tohu's just sort of plodding along and Ford's showing some really good signs. I feel like the base has been really high for him. Scored really well the last couple of weeks. So Ford could be a potential guy you keep as your 22nd, 21st man, play him, play him when you need to. Um, not a whole lot of value in selling him, I don't think. I think I think he's one of the better options around that price for sure. Um, the guy I am looking at in this team is Adam Fanil Blake. Um Low score last week with the Sinbin, but it was still 44, which is, you know, front row with the Sinbin. It's pretty decent. I think 60 is going to be his bad week, and he will get 80s and 90s. Uh, definitely a guy I'm considering to buy this week and lock him in for the rest of the season with that great draw. We've seen that he can get attacking stats. They have an amazing draw to finish the year. So definitely one I'm considering buying, and I, I, I probably will. Like he, Right now, he is traded into my team. Um, Freddie Lassick's on the bench doesn't go well for my guy Wade Egan who oh, how did I end up with Wade Egan in my team I don't know don't I don't want to talk about it but he'll be I'll be rolling him out this week um, hopefully he can score all right for me just just sort of sums up my year I just haven't been able to get a lot right I, probably stupid buy from me but I had to, had to get someone at hooker. Yeah, so Wade Egan. Yep, how fun. 
Um, so moving on from the Warriors, that sort of killed my mood just then. Um, Souths versus the Bulldogs. So the Bulldogs, obviously, might just sort of get this out of the way. We lost 66-0 last week. Um, I don't even know where to begin. We're just, it's just not working. Um, with, with Perrim at the back there, um, the, the halfback sort of roulette that we're playing where, well, sorry, if it's 5-8 with, with Carl Aluapu and, um, and Rajab and even, uh, Grub earlier in the year, it's just not quite working there. Um, I don't think we'll see Rajab or, um, Although Apple will really play much of a role for the rest of the year. Just I think they're a bit too raw. Um, halves always take longer to develop. So this is sort of expected for me. Like I I was not expecting them to really come in and make it their own. But who we do at have have at halfback this week is is Toby Sexton, who we brought in a uh, one and a half year deal, effective immediately. Um I don't even know how to react to this. I think Sexton should be a decent player. It's going to take time. The dogs, we're lucky we're a very young side, but not really in win-now mode, so we can give time to Toby Sexton to develop. But I don't really see much difference between Sexton and Flanagan. I'll be happily proven wrong there. But, yeah, I'd like to see how, we'll like to see how this eventuates. Um, Flanagan's on the bench, so anyone's looking at Marnie as a cheaper hooker. Um, I don't think he'll be playing 80. Although I do think this is good for the Bulldogs because Marnie seems to be pretty ineffective in 80 minutes. I think he's going to be better in a 60-55 minute role. So I expect Flanagan to come on and play hooker. He's been playing hooker in cup. So definitely going to see that come. Um, Maxi King's nice and cheap. Again, next week we're going to struggle for front rows. Could be an option you'll look at for sure. Um... Not really a whole lot else. I think Preston could be a potential keeper, but he also seems to be a guy who we can sell. And I will consider selling to a guy like Fafita um, in the next few weeks. Um, poor old South are just without anyone this week. Um, Tom Burgess is their captain, so that's sort of shows what's going on there. So no Cook, obviously. No Keon Kolo Matangi. Still no Latrell. No Cody. And no Cam Murray. So, you know what, if the dogs can pull this off, I'll, I'll pull this off, I'll be very happy. But I'm not expecting anything. South is still a good system. They still got some decent players with Taff, Ilias, um, this young Munro, who at the moment of uh, recording this, he is the uh, most traded in player of the week. So um, I think he's going to be a good cheapie this week. Uh, the way that I see it is if Kenar was named in the centres and not Milne, Kenai might have resumed his role on that right wing, but Milne's been named to the centres. Um, so I assume Graham slots straight back into right right centre and Munro stays out in the wing. So I um, I think his job security is decent. I really do. Uh, obviously, uh, it's sort of a guessing game moving forward, but I think the way that this side's been named with no Kenai in the centres, it's instead Milne. Milne's pretty out of favour. No one's really been able to lock this down. Maybe Monroe's their guy. Um, I think it's a good. I think it's a good trade in. I think I'll be doing it myself. Just it's a good good way to free up funds. Because um, worst case scenario, he nuffs out. Mm, that's fine. I'm completely okay with that. Um, 
Yeah, we didn't get Gerald Skelton. Blake Wilson is going to be on the wing and Toppenies in the centres. Um, no Skelton sucks a bit. Um, yeah, but we can live with that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know who's going to win this game. It it just depends. If Souths really stick to their system, they will roll us pretty comfortably. But the doggies need to get up for this after being absolutely belted. Um, I will be tipping the dogs. Um, might be a bit of bias there, but yeah. Uh, if you still got Matty Burton, I'd be holding him. I think he's a pretty good option still. Like, scored seven on the weekend, but they're not. We're, I say that we're not going to lose sixty six nil every week, but we might. Um, now nah, I expect us to improve, especially Sexton should be able to help Burdo play his natural game. You'd, you'd hope in theory. So. Yeah, I still wouldn't be looking at a Kiraz. Wouldn't be looking at any of these doggies guys. Uh, Preston's fine hold. Gonna get, he scored 52 when we lost 66 nil. It's pretty solid. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not stressing too much about any of that. Any of those guys for the doggies. Um, as for the uh, Titans and the Dolphins game, um, AJ Brimson, Dave Fafita, Moaki Fotoeka, and Tinofa Suamalaui are all. Uh, and Origin duties. So we have Campbell at fullback. Um, Damon Jolliffe and Isaac uh, Tino's brother will start in the front row. Um, Joe Stimson and Kles Haas in the back in the uh, back, uh, back row there. Yeah, so pretty depleted Titans forward pack here. So it'll be interesting to see how they go, um, sort of moving the ball there. I kind of expect the Dolphins to bounce back. I didn't think they were that bad last week. So for them, um, obviously Hammer is out with origin duties. And Kafusi seems to have picked up an injury, I believe. So I think he's out this week due to that, which means it opens up the door for Connolly Lemuelu, who I am still holding on to. I'm one of very few people who still own him. So yeah, hopefully you can score all right here. I actually... I think the Dolphins' attack is improving. I like him on that right edge. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy to have one Lemuelu here. And he will be probably a guy I sell moving forward, but handy one to have here for sure. Um, Not really a whole lot else. Well, obviously, JMK is a big talking point, but still at low ownership. Um, even if he does play, I don't expect a good score. He looked buggered last week. I know he scored the try. It really bailed him out. But yeah, that shoulder is going to affect his performance no matter what. So I'd almost rather him not play. Like I've already got 13 without him. So yeah, I'm a little bit worried about JMK. I think if you're selling him, like I don't have Grant. So I might even sell to Grant this week, depending on on how how it all sort of pans out this week. Um, But I also am considering just nothing, like nothing to a a dual hooker 2RF. Selling, um, then so selling him to a dual hooker to RF enough, and then selling a two RF later to Grant if I if I want Grant. If not, I'm happy to have just Wade Egan enough there because hookers a bit of a like wasteland at the moment. So I feel like I'm only really losing 10 15 points a week there, and I think I can live with that. <clears throat> Although I can target Grant later, that's why the dual the, the enough is probably essential there. Yeah, it's just. Not really a whole lot going on for the Dolphins in general. Like, no one's holding on to Isaiah Katoa. It's really just Jermaine Asako and and Valence Tafare is another bit of a talking point. Like, 
He's cheap. I just I just worry like Franco Lee is probably better than him in terms of for the team. Like I know Tafari can score tries, but poor old Osako's catching a cold outside him. And, you know, it doesn't look very good. Like Osako could have got in uh gone over untouched, but Tafari made it way harder for himself. He also gets cooked on the defensive end. Um Brian Kelly comes up against him this week. Uh I actually don't mind Brian Kelly in pod. I've, I've said it all year, but that left edge is humming when Foran and Fafita are there. Um, BK is also an essential part of that. Um, they do like to cut Fafita out sometimes and, and, and it opens up a lot of space. So I actually do like BK. Um, his base has always been really solid. It's just job security is the problem there. Like he, he got dropped a few weeks ago and now he's back. Like it's all a mystery and that's the Titans in general. So. I don't really know how I feel about all these guys. Like, Fafita and Tino are really the only Titans I want. So, they, their draws are also pretty tough on the run home. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not really looking at these, got two, these two guys. Um, they All all these backline guys for the Titans at all. Um, Nikurima scored so well, surprisingly. Um, it's up around 600k. Um, do we think he holds this fullback spot? And I, I don't. I think. They'll realize that Hammer is their fullback. And he was not the problem. I don't know why they moved him. Anyway, see how that pans out. Um, just wanted to have a look at like uh these teams, like teams like the Dolphins, Dogs, Tigers, Dragons. They all seem like really good teams to target on the run home, like in terms of captain options against them, stuff like that. So we've sort of broken it down into how many each team plays of those four teams, Dolphins, Tigers, Bulldogs, and Dragons. So the Broncos play one, the Dogs play one, the Raiders play three. So, you know, what we were saying before about those those backline guys for the Raiders could all be decent options. So these these matchups are nice. Like in a uh, with the run home being so like limited in, in games played, like the Raiders could be a really nice team to target. Um I looked at Hudson Young. But it's the round 20 buy that worries me. Like, round 20, people are really underestimating, in my opinion. It's going to be really difficult to navigate, just like this week. Um, I expect pretty much every Origin gun to rest. Um, and we're all going to be scrambling to buy Cleary, more than likely. So, going to be a weird round for people uh, low on trades, for sure, without a boost, especially. Um, moving on, so the Dolphins have two against those teams. Titans have two. Storm have one. So this sort of brings me to the question, are Grant and Munster essential? Uh, I really don't know. Like, I don't own either, and I have nine trades left. Um, I am pretty comfortable with Ponger and Cody as my 5.8s. So I don't know if I'm really looking at, at Munster at the moment. Um, Grant I am looking at because I have a bit of a problem with Ulka. But even then... I. I don't even mind running home with JMK or Egan or both. Like, I feel like I can make the points up elsewhere. Um, they don't really play at Amy much. I really like Munster and Amy, but they don't really play there that much. If I was going to go for one in my position, I'm going for Grant. I just think we're also going to have Dylan Brown back at 5'8 in round 22, I believe. 23 is the news. So... 5'8", I don't think Munster is as essential as people might think. Um, definitely a nice guy to own, but 
I don't think with my trade situation, I don't think I'll be trying to get him in at all. And that's just the reality of the position I've put myself in with with low trades. Um, so from the storm, we have Manly had three. So if they just sold Ruben Garrick, um, I hope he didn't. Like he's got really good matchups. Uh, the Knights have all four. And this is where it comes to my point. I was making a jack in the group chat like, uh, earlier today. Ponga is a must from next week, in my opinion. Um, four matchups against. He plays all of the Dolphins, Dragons, Tigers, and Dogs again. He just scored 180 against the Dogs. The Knights are a team that can put on points. Um, yeah, I am all for Kalen Ponga pretty much being a necessity from next week onwards. Um, cut your losses. I know you missed the big score, but I think there's more big scores to come. Uh, for the Cowboys, they have one. Warriors have three. So I'll be holding all my Warriors. Like even Wade Egan, I'm probably going to end up holding all year. Uh, the Eels have one, as I spoke about earlier. I just don't know. I think they're a good enough team to be able to score points, but I just, I'm unsure whether I want to stack up on a bunch of them when they have the late buy and not a great draw. So Guffo might become a sell later. We obviously, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Panthers have two, and that's actually their next two games. So, Cleary, when he comes back, Dylan Edwards, Isaac Tungo as a pod, um, Brian Toto. Definitely guys there who you could all bring in. I'll just watch your origin rests uh, there. Uh, Sharkies have one, and that's this round, actually. So, yeah, I'd, again, the Sharkies are a team that I only have two of, but I know a lot of people out there have four or five of them. Maybe that draw's not that great. They do have Penrith and South back-to-back. I'm not sure I want to stack up on too many of them. Uh, the Dragons have one. Souths have three. So for those thinking selling Cody Walker, I don't think I would. I think I'd hold him. I think he's a really good guy that you want to have. I considered it selling him to like a Ronaldo Multitalo, but this sort of draw research that I did kind of told me, yeah, maybe that's not the best play. Uh, Chooks. Uh, they played two, so maybe Manu is a keeper for the rest of the year. I'm still not sure about that. I may end up selling it for feeder. Obviously, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Um, and then the Tigers have two, so maybe Bateman you could hold all year. Um, just sort of the main talking points out of that information I've just given you is, I think, the Knights, Warriors, Manly, Souths. I'd be holding all of them. I think that's, I think that's pretty fair. Like I, I wouldn't be trying to get rid of any of them. They're all... They've they've all got these really good matchups. Like we've just seen what could happen in a round where teams are there was multiple tons against three of those teams. Maybe the Dolphins aren't as bad as I'm sort of by by bracketing them in there, but they're still going to be a good matchup that you want to target. Um, so I'm just going to go through the most traded ins and just sort of say yes or no. So Tyron Munro, I think, is a yes. I think I, I talked about it earlier before um, that. The job security, I think, is good enough. Worst case scenario, enough's out. I wouldn't be taking the risk unless I needed the funds, though. I think that's fair. I think if you've already got a fair few nuffs, you don't really need that extra money. I wouldn't be moving heaven on earth just to get an entire Munro. Like, I wouldn't be selling a keeper. Other guy I'm selling is David Nofferwimmer, who's not even going to play this week, and it frees up close to 300K. So I think it's a bit of a no-brainer for me there. Um... Ronaldo Mulitalo uh, is number two on the list. Yeah. Yeah. You can sort of group Kennedy, Mulitalo, Nicola. All in here. I own Kennedy of the three. 
Um, I, you could own all three of them. You can own two of the three. I, I just think they're all going to be really good scorers this week. Um, Kennedy is the cheapest. I think Nakora is the most certified keeper there. I think our center wing is probably going to be strong enough at the moment. So I don't think Ronaldo is a necessity, but definitely a nice one to own. Uh, Joey Tarpany, number five. Yeah, yeah. This is, he looks really good at the moment. Um, he's offloading, breaking tackles. Almost found the line on the weekend. Minutes, minutes are nice. This week, minutes should be amazing with no horse or uh, papai there. So I think Tarpany is going to be very good. Uh, definitely yes. Nicole Nicholas Hines, yes. I don't understand anything more. Uh, that one's Safari, yeah. I just think he's already made a fair bit of money. If he was 100K cheaper, I'd be interested. But 350K with job security issues just seems like a headache that's going to happen. Um, like, what's the best case scenario? He makes 200K and is a keeper. Do we, do we see that coming? Do we see that happening? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm holding off on Valence Tafare, but it's one like if you already own, you're happy, but I'm not trying to buy him is sort of my take on that. Uh, Matty Moylan, I think, is a no um, because of the better options at 5'8". Oh, I think this is sort of chasing last week's points. He played pretty much the best game that he's played in the last three years, four years, and he scored 108. And Munster can have a bad game and score 108. Cody can have one of the worst games you've ever seen and score 130. So just um I'm not I'm not too keen on Maddie Moylan. I know he's cheap, but no, no for me. David Feeder. Um yeah, this sort of brings me to a point that I wanted to make is that uh for those without boost, this week could be a good week to trade in an origin gun like a grant for Feeder Haas. Um just need you just need to understand the risk associated with it. If they don't play next week, I think there's a big chance none of them play next week. Um, you could be, you know, screwing yourself later on. So unless you really need to, I'm not I'm not really trying to trade in Origin Guns this week. I'd rather f- free up cash for them in the coming weeks, I think is a better better way to sort of play that. And Blake Braley, I think. No, that's I don't think you want him at hooker. I think there's better guys there. Um I think I'd rather go cheap or go just to Grant and wait wait and go to Grant. I don't think you need to be rushing in Braley. Um, traded outs. Are all these guys traded outs? Smith, I think definitely. Um, hasn't worked out. I sold him ages ago. Um, Jareem Buller could be held, could be sold. I would I would probably sell him if I owned him, in all honesty. William Warbrick, great sell. Schuster, great sell. Probably I'm selling him too. Um, Sinia Taruva could be a guy you hold, but yeah, probably a sell. Campbell Graham, I don't think I'd be selling. I think he's a, he's a really nice pot option. I wouldn't be selling him for sure. Um, Nick Meany, I think you can sell, but again, another one that you could hold if you have another guy that you can sell. Um, Cappy, definitely sell. Peachy, he's done absolute wonders for owners, um, but yeah, time to sell. And Paul Alamotti has been dropped, so yeah, definitely get rid of him. Um, as for my trades, uh, at the moment... I don't really know what I'm doing. But not for women will be going to uh Torian Monroe. That's a guarantee. And then it's probably going to be Josh Schuster all the way up to Adam Fanil Blake, Britton Nicara, um, can't get more Talo, Hudson Young, Jack DeBell, and there's a few sort of guys I'm looking at. At the moment, it's Adam Fanil Blake because at front row next week I will be uh copying an AE if I don't buy Fanil Blake. 
Um, especially, I uh, will definitely be copying an AA if uh, Haas doesn't play. But if Haas uh, were to play, I could maybe buy him, but it kind of ruins my other plans. I want Fafita. I want Cleary. Um, gives me a bit more flexibility to just make two trades and, and hold one. But my other option is to sort of nuff out JMK to the, the hooker to RF duel I was talking about. So probably Carl Wharton. Don't expect him to play for the rest of the year, hopefully. And then um, sort of use that money to go like Connolly, Lemuelu, Preston or Bateman, straight to Fafita, one trade, and then buy clear with the other trade next week, which sounds really good if I can make that work. If not, I'll probably just make the two trades for Nua Blake and Munro in for Schuster and Nofaluma. They, they, seem, they seem really good. Um, captain will probably be Joey Tarpany, VC, uh, Hines. I think that's going to be a very common sort of uh, combination there, and I'll be whipping anything over an 80 this week. This is going to be a tough week, um, especially if JMK doesn't play. So at the moment I've got 14 green ticks, Wade Egan, Jerry Marshall King, Adam Fenua Blake, Joe Tarpany, Bateman, Preston, Tohu, Lemuelu, Hines, Chance, Psycho, AJ, Munro, Manu, no, not Manu, <laughs> Kennedy, and that's it, yeah. So 14 names there. Um, that's with them using two trades. I'm down to seven. Um, yeah, we're sort of hitting that Hail Mary phase where I'm just trying to have fun with it, do my best. Hopefully see some more green arrows, maybe push into the 1K. I've got the depth there to really, really hold me with even with low trades. So, yeah, hopefully I can make a push in the run home. Um, good luck to everyone this weekend. Um, sorry that there's no co-host tonight, so I haven't really been able to, you know, talk talk about as much as I would have liked. But yeah, that's all right. We'll be back to normal uh, probably next week. Um, so good luck, everyone. Hopefully you all score well. Hopefully I do too in the third major buy round.